Exhibit D. Jimmy, what is this? Too late. Chip. Uh, looks like a pen. Exactly. I bought this pen one hour before my bike was stolen. Why? What's the significance? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Booms. What up? What up? Me and Justin are here. Yeah. What's up with you, man? Oh, let's see. Has anything changed? No. No. <laughs> Christmas season is here. Yeah. Uh, Christmas movies. I love it. Yeah. I, I watched Trapped in Paradise the other day. I listened which... to a little bit of Christmas music the Did other you? day. Oh, yeah. 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 Not much, but a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> There's enough on all the movies I'll watch at Christmas time that I really can kind of avoid it. Yeah. Did you watch any movies this week? Ah, oh, jeez. I mean, I watched this movie this week. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's very Dave answer you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been or busy. Is, I mean, things have been busy. I take it for granted that I work at night, so during the day I can watch as many movies as I want. Yeah, it so. was funny. Uh, you were talking, I guess it was last week, about your fantastic list. And yeah. Dave, Dave was like... There's no way all these movies are fantastic. Like, how do you like? Maybe he needs to six, go back. I don't talk about fantastic. Maybe on there. He's like maybe six a year, and I <laughs> instantly in my brain I was like, Paul watches six movies a day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You, you like, got to think of the uh, the amount that I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times when I'm watching movies, they're like already classics that I just haven't seen yet. Right. And that turned out. Oh, this was fantastic. Like everyone said it was going to be. Yeah. So everyone else knew it but me. Uh, yeah, so I do have a couple movies. I watched the, but I did a lot of rewatches this week, and I rewatched, uh, like I rewatched Willow mm-hmm. to kind of get ready for the Willow series that dropped. I haven't seen the series yet, but me and the girl watched all of Wednesday and oh, yeah. loved it. It was great. Oh, really? Yeah, super good. Awesome. I mean, and it was Tim Burton straight through, so I was glad, and I'm glad that's who I'm picking today is Tim Burton. Because, nice. Uh, I'd probably shat on him in the uh, past because he has put kind of a. After Mars Attacks, oof, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. I mean, you had Big Fish in there, yeah, that which was, was really fine, good. but yeah. th- there was a lot of garbage in there. So. Um, flashback, I did watch a couple of movies. Oh, it just boom. took me a second to remember them. Um, one, uh, my girl and I watched Beast. With oh, with the uh, lions. Uh, yeah. Um, and Idris. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was <laughs> worth watching once for $6. Mm-hmm. Um the lion was dope. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I heard everyone was like, eh, you know. I, I mean, I so we were. It was hard to get through unless you were like just like poking fun at the movie, really. You know, um, the lion was good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. You mean the fake one? Yeah. So so we were just happy, like so you the know, special effects were good. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were just happy that we just sat on the couch and for six bucks we just laughed our way through this movie. And I mean, there's some you know there's some decent parts in it's there. Like and stuff. Life of Pi, dope tiger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we started watching uh, Black Adam. Um, but it oh, was, yeah. it was pretty late and we got about halfway through it and on Amazon, you only get it for 48 hours. Um, we were super busy. We didn't get a chance to I come was back the first to half. it. Eh. It's going to lose a hundred million at the box office. It's, um, not as good as I wanted it to yep. be. I, I was really excited that. about it. It's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is about DC. Yeah. Um, some DC they nailed though. That last Suicide Squad movie was fucking incredible. Shazam was the shit. Yeah. You know? Well, and now I, that what's his name is taken over, now that James Gunn is head of 
uh, of I don't know if you knew that he is I didn't. James Gunn is head of DC Films. Oh wow! Now he's taking care of all of it because Suicide Squad's great, and uh, the Peacemaker series is awesome. So it's great that he's taking over. And next week, the 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 Batgirl. Uh, people are mm-hmm. going to visit James Gunn and have a meeting with him. Oh, awesome. I think he might save that series with Brendan Fraser and Michael Keaton. Oh, that'd be so dope. So we'll see if that happens. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, DC's either is, hit or miss. And the thing know? is, though, is it wasn't bad. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It just wasn't what I expected yeah. it to be. Um, you know, I was think... Was it serious? Was it comedic? Was it... So I think what it was for me is that I'm so far out of their target audience, yeah. you know, because I'm getting older now. Um, and I feel like this was really aimed. <laughs> we won't say how old. Fuck you. Like, uh, uh, phase, phase four was your last one or is it three? Is that the one uh, that ended with Endgame? Yeah, probably three. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I definitely can see how it would have had a wider appeal to a younger audience like 10 to 13, yeah. 14, yeah. 9 to 14. Um, and I feel like visually it was like created for them, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and there's like a kid in the story that's very, you know, integral to it and yeah, you know, um, but it wasn't bad. It just wasn't what I was hoping it would be. I'm glad I didn't go see it in the theater. I had canceled it. I've canceled, canceled like three of them, which is what the regal uh, thing allows you to do. Yeah. At the most, you lose 55 cents, which I think is like the service charge or something. Remember I told Uh, you it was impossible to cancel. Yeah. They finally, when I was ready to go see a movie, I went to go and use it and they were like, oh, it's $15. And I'm like, what the hell? They canceled it finally. And the thing is though, is I haven't been to a movie in two months, so I've already saved money, but it's definitely awesome to have i do plan on going to see some like if you're gonna go i was gonna go twice a month and i was gonna go see the menu and i might have waited too long now because now it's probably three weeks till it comes out uh but i was gonna go see violent night on monday and i just you know you get up i'm watching something else and i was like do i want to drive across town right now yeah so i'm actually pushing that till friday so i think i'm I'm definitely gonna go see uh violent you're uh, killing the movie theater poll i know (laughs) 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 well i have uh i still have my ticket bought for Avatar for mm-hmm. uh, next I gotta week. do did that you hear, did you hear what James given the stones on this motherfucker no did you hear what he said they people were asking him is there a good spot to go to the bathroom during because it's like a three and a half yeah. hour movie yeah and he was like just go whenever you feel like it he says you're gonna go twice to see this movie nice <laughs> so whatever you miss on nice. the first time you'll see yeah. it on the second time that's awesome what that's a really great a whole, response it's a great response but man he's got balls on him it, I, I wonder if I think he's just going to visually blow our fucking yeah, minds yeah. and we won't care about the story. It won't matter what the story is. Because they're not telling. Or he's just a genius and they're not showing us Dude, shit. I remember having... I don't know anything about that movie. I'm, no. I don't know if I've gone in more blind in a movie other than I've... Because even the trailer I watched didn't tell me anything. Yeah. No, the blue I, people are there. That's all I know. I, I remember when I saw Avatar... Um, I was living with a buddy of mine and I wanted to go see it, but I didn't want to go by myself. So I was like, dude, let's go to the movies. Um, He never goes to the movies, you know, you saw it in the theater. I never saw it. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I'll pay. I said, from what I hear, we got to go fucking see avatar in 3d. And that he's like, Oh, you saw it in the 3d. Yeah. He was like, that's, he said, if there's anything I'd go see, that's the one thing. Dude, we walked out of there with our fucking brains changed forever from the visual shit. So I I can't agree with you more. Like, I'm, I'm not going to go see the 3D version, but... I may. I may see it on the second viewing. If, yeah. If he, it is what he says that's it is. That's a good idea. If yeah. he is what he says he is, yeah. uh, then that's fine. Because I could see it 
I mean, he is a game changer for that guy. A lot yeah. of people give him shit, but I mean, he he, he knows produces. Fu- he, knows he produces shit. Shit, His man. name is James Captain, <laughs> the bravest pioneer. Yeah. All right, let me get in my two. I watch only two movies because I watched the Wednesday series, which, like I said, was fantastic. It was like a high school teenage thing. I love Jenna uh, Ortega. She's awesome. She's in one of my favorite movies of the year, the uh, the Fallout, which was the school shooting movie with her. She's just blowing mm. up, and Wednesday is going to make it huge. She, have you seen X or Pearl? yet no um, uh, you don't have to see them you could see x then pearl but you could go either way quick question on that yeah. what's the gore level in x it's or pearl with the one that just came out uh the the pearl one the gore level isn't too crazy okay what the, about x uh, x it's a little more okay than pearl because my it, girl it's was still wanting to, somewhat mild. my girl was like oh what about this one and i, I was like i hear that's got some gore and she was like okay yeah. never mind you know uh, pearl she would probably not have a problem with with any of the gore with the gore x definitely has some gore okay good gore oh, yeah I mean, you should definitely check it <laughs> yeah out. i will for sure it's it's really good and she's uh that's mia goth and she's about to have the best year of her life too with those movies but all right so i got two movies here one made my very good list neither none of them made my fantastic list dave will be thrilled he's not listening <laughs> uh so one made very good and uh, one made absolute total dog shit. I don't shit on movies real hard on this pod very I'm often, worried. but this one is really bad. I'm worried. And, and mainly because I was so excited. Uh, well, start with a good one. I'll end with I feel like shit. it's something I loved. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, it's possible you've never heard of it. Okay. Uh, the other one you have, the very okay. good one. All and right. this is a Justin movie. If you haven't seen it, if you have seen it, you just haven't told me you haven't seen it. Okay. But rent, you have Netflix? Yes. Oh, you're good to go. <laughs> Bullet Train was fucking great. Oh, really? It was fucking great. Well, okay. fantastic because yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, that but type it's, of movie. It was fun. But it's exactly it's like smoking aces, dude. Really? It's like smoking aces and it's fucking fun as shit. Awesome. Like when you're watching it, you're like, I don't know. This is like a guy Richie thing. Do I, am I gonna like this? They they pause the screen and they like uh will say the father on the screen. Yeah, and they're introducing yeah. characters and everything. But into it like twenty minutes, you're like, holy fuck, this is fun. Awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. the guys that did Deadpool too. So oh really? That type of humor and everything. Really good. You would have a blast. It's okay. gonna be on your probably best of twenty twenty two. Okay, we'll I gotta check that, that then. So check out Bullet Train. I won't tell you anything about it. The acting is great everyone's great I, I think the John Wick people were involved in some way with it too you can I mean, tell you'll love it yeah. you know who I did really like in it while you're watching it I love uh, that guy from Kick-Ass that I should know his name the, the main dude the yeah. guy who played Quicksilver in the Avengers Aaron Johnson Tyler it's something he has three names he's really good he's doing I don't know if that's his real British accent that he's doing in the movie but he's, he, he does a fantastic job of it and Brad Pitt's Brad Pitt Brad Pitt's awesome uh, he's actually really, really good at it. Trying to find his name. Uh, Aaron for you. something. Yeah, Aaron. Working on it. Might even be the working. Most. <laughs> working. Um, yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson. You Aaron got Taylor it. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I got him in that order, but that's his name. He's really good. <laughs> you got him. Uh, so the dog shit movie here, and this was a movie that I almost rented and paid five nine nine for. And it would be <laughs> rip shit. Three weeks ago or four weeks ago, I had heard about this movie. I was like, I had gone up down on lists of movies from the year. And the premise is great. Mm-hmm. And if they had done like four or five changes with it, uh, it would have been actually pretty decent. But because they didn't and we were served this steaming pile of shit, it turned into garbage. So the movie's called Duel. Have you heard of the movie called Duel? I think I have, maybe. Uh, and it, it's so many Duel movies out there. That's the last Duel, the Duel with Spielberg. Yeah, this yeah. one is D-U-A-L. I'm not sure what the other ones are. But it stars... Uh, Nebula 
from the Avengers, you know, the redheaded yeah. chick. She's in a couple other horror movies. She was in that Oculus movie and everything. And oh my god, I'd be embarrassed if this if this was the only movie that she had to show people that she was a part of. <laughs> uh, and it also has the guy who's uh, who's the meth head uh, kid from uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul, that's his name. Yep. Uh, he's in it for about six minutes. He luckily he's done a lot. So the premise of this movie was great. So what happens is. If you are about to die, you can uh, you can get yourself cloned, and they'll clone you, and, huh. your, and your clone will hang out with you for a little while. If you know you're gonna die, say, and and that's what happened with Karen Gillum. I think that's her name. Is that Karen Gillum? Uh, yeah, uh, Gillum uh, with an N. Oh, Gillen. Okay, and I, I like her too. And luckily, I've seen her in several things, so I know this is uh this is not uh her only. Yeah, this is not her only credit. To, to look at so check out other stuff after you if you tr- want to trudge through this jesse so, eisenberg's in this too uh is he that's, no. what, that's what this says no no he's definitely not it unless he's some cameo that i didn't even know it's a very small movie uh, independent film and so anyways she finds out she's got cancer she said you have like a two percent chance of living and you're 92 percent you're gonna die and it's, uh, and it's gonna happen soon so and they give you a pamphlet it's like a distant future type of thing they give her a pamphlet this if you want to go this route you can get yourself cloned and everything and it, it's kind of for your loved ones and the uh so she goes in and she gets herself cloned and we see her in several scenes with her and this is where the movie like on script, you could see it being somewhat interesting. The problem with it is, and this is the 95% problem with this movie, mm-hmm. and so much so that this had to have been a specific direction that the director was going for. Every character read their lines. Like if you have a script, yeah. uh, you can put it through a robotic voice, mm-hmm. and it's just read to you like that. That's how every character in the movie talked. With a very monotone, really robotic voice, was not explained. Have no idea why they did that. Completely took you out of the movie completely. If you check out the reviews to this, people are like, what's with all the acting in this movie? Yeah. Why is everyone talking like robots? This makes no sense. My Weird. only thought... Could be these people are copies of a copy of a copy, maybe right. or something like. But but they say they specifically call people the original, mm-hmm. and this is where the movie gets complicated. Is right before the, she's gonna die, her cancer goes into remission, and she's gonna live. But because of the laws that are enacted, there cannot be two at the same time. Uh-huh. So they have to duel to the death. One year. Oh shit! From they from now, they have to go and duel from the death. So you have a year to train. Yeah. And she trains with Aaron Paul. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. It ain't. <laughs> what the and, fuck? Uh, and spoiler alert! I'm gonna give you a, a spoiler here that uh, the, there is no duel at the end. So what? what you've been waiting for, what you're seeing your train for, it has a completely different ending uh, that doesn't involve a duel. So you're putting up with the worst fucking dialogue of the worst thing you've ever seen you're like all right at least we can get to see some fucking people duel out and the, when they're training there's like there's weapons there's knives we get to see a duel at the very beginning yeah uh quickly from one copy and the copy ended up winning from the original yeah and everything and then you're going you follow her story and everything and something else happens and you don't even get to see the duel i'm like this is the worst piece of shit that i've ever seen in my life they're gonna come out with it, duel two uh, final round <laughs> first round they didn't yeah. even have it <laughs> yeah first round exactly. come on man if you're gonna put us through this fucking movie 
end with the fucking... It's just like a 10-second fight where somebody gets stabbed. I'm not sure who I have to remind of this, but the name of the fucking movie is Duel. <laughs> you know, in the last Duel, they had a duel. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. So I cannot recommend it to anyone. But I, I do recommend everyone to click on it and just watch what I'm talking about with the dialogue. Yeah. It's insane. Huh. Like, it's the type of thing that you're, if you watch with a group of people, that you're all turning each other at the same point. And say, you hear that, right? Yeah, what, what's going on here? What, yeah. What's actually happening? Is this a joke? Am yeah. I getting punked here? And I'm like, they're going to do it for 10 minutes? No, the whole movie. Like, to the point where she's hanging out with herself. What kind of food do we like? We like Mexican food. Mexican food is very good. You like Mexican food. Uh, what is our favorite sexual position? Uh, you like missionary. Missionary is very good. Yes. I think I would like to try missionary. I'm not joking. That's not, me putting, it's not yeah. me putting it on thick. Yeah. And the whole movie is like that. Do you know what emotional, like, kind of, we would have such an emotional level with this girl that has to fight herself at the end. If, and we get to see this whole out duel. Yeah. And we think maybe the copy is going to win. She's going to win. But... By the time that even gets halfway or even a third of through, we're all like, I don't care. Yeah. These people are so annoying. Almost turned it off. I was like, I can't do it. And the main reason why I didn't turn it off because I was going to see a badass duel. Right. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> turn interesting. Turn on Mortal Kombat afterwards. Because yeah. <laughs> it, clone movies all end the same usually. Maybe that's what this was meant to be different. As. I won't tell you how it ends, but I, I mean, off camera if you want, but not on camera. It, it's not, I don't want to spoil it for anyone if anyone wants to trot tr- through it because there, you would be amazed how many people on the thing, not many, but most of it's like, this is dog shit. This, yeah. is, this is garbage. Yeah. What am I watching here? And then there are a couple this is the best thing I've ever seen. I was yeah. like, oh, this guy clearly worked on this film. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. What's that one um, Tom Cruise movie? Uh, Minority Report? Uh, no, it's no. the futuristic one. Oh, the Edge around. of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow. Or, or yeah. Live, Die, Repeat, whatever one you Wait, want no, to call it. Wait, no, not that one. I actually really like it. Oblivion? Oblivion, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. There's good clone movies. They've yeah. done it well. Yeah. You know? All right. Before we start our two movies, I want to talk about a couple trailers that dropped this week. Oh, okay. All right. So let's start with Indiana Jones. Dope. Man. Dial of Destiny. You know, I thought we were going to see some flashbacks in here. I think they're going back in time. I think they're doing time travel in this fucking movie. Oh, that makes sense. I think Dial of Destiny is a fucking time travel movie. And they're going to blow our fucking minds with some serious time travel shit here. And de-aging. I think he's going back to uh, different eras in time where he was at. And he's fixing things that he might have done. I hope they nail the script. Uh, From what I hear, they've got the best possible people on this. James Mangold's directing. Spielberg's just producing this thing. What is it? Key Hugh Juan? Uh, Yeah, I don't think he's in it. But man, if they go back into a way or if they can go into the future. Yeah, if they went back and like met him, you know, somewhere. Or in the future. I mean, it would make sense if they go into the It can't go back, really. But Well, they could, I mean. Because he's supposed to be still in the 30s. He would still be a little kid yeah. at this point. So he would have to go in the future well, that's what I mean, and is... be helped out by 40-year-old short round. Yeah, that would be... That come he on, could do. Come on. Man, and the villains in this, Mads Mikkelsen, come on. Boyd yeah. Holbrook, come on, man. Yeah. These two guys, and there's a, I'm, thank God that Mangold's doing it because that's why Boyd Holbrook's in it because mm. he was in Logan uh-huh. with, a, with the guy with the one arm yeah. and everything. And he was killer in that Predator Sandman guy. series. Yeah, I love him, man. He's awesome. But I love Mads just as well. And oh, Mads, yeah, absolutely. I, I still think, I don't give a shit if he played that character in Doctor Strange, every day they don't cast him as Doctor Doom is a fucking missed opportunity. Mm, that motherfucker, him or Negan, mm-hmm. need to be Doctor Doom. Yeah, those are the only two options in my head, and they're gonna go with fucking somebody I didn't even think of. But mm. those, it's never who you want. 
to be in those characters, yeah. but I'm glad they nailed them because those guys look like Nazi scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. They're great yeah, actors, absolutely. and clearly they're yeah. not. Uh, but man, and Toby Jones is in it. Uh, Toby, uh, he's the he's the, he played a Nazi in the uh, uh, Captain America ones. He was the little guy. He was oh, the bagger. Yeah, from yeah, the yeah, Mist. yeah. yeah. I he also you. has played a Nazi several times, yeah. and is believable in that role. So. Very. Which is scary. Uh, I love the girl in it too. Phoebe Waller Bridge mm-hmm. is from Fleabag. That was a great show on Amazon that me oh. and my girl watched. But she has that perfect 1930s look to her. Uh-huh. And if she's playing Sala's so- uh, daughter, which mm-hmm. is, I assume, who she's playing in this movie, mm-hmm. and that she's going along with him to do whatever she has to do in the movie, then I'm, I assume they're not going to reveal too much more of the trailer. You know what's going to be fun? What's that? Is when the movie comes out. We'll come back and listen to this pod yeah. and see what you got right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Dial of Destiny, though. Come yeah, on, dude. That it, sounds. I mean, that sounds. And everyone accurate. loves time travel movies, especially. I mean, if the you last do it one well. was Aliens, bro. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know. No, they've always done a supernatural element. I know. There's, there's no reason for them. I have no problem them being aliens. Part of me wants to go back and rewatch that fucker, but man, it's got problems. They're it's got major him. problems. I'd, I'd rather raping him. No, I'd rather. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather watch, if I'm gonna watch Shia LaBeouf, I'd rather him play a, uh, watch him play a scumbag than a like a a, a hero. No, yeah. thank you. No, I can't do it. See that yeah. passed. That lasted ten fucking seconds in my mind and it's gone. All right, let's talk about some cocaine bear. <laughs> oh yes, dude, cocaine bear. But the fact that Elizabeth Banks is doing it just makes me I thrill because I love Elizabeth Banks. She's from Massachusetts. I love her. I actually watched that uh, Press Your Luck show just for oh, her yeah. because she's so fucking good at that. She's so good at everything. I love her in uh, Brightburn. Yeah. She was great, and I love her in Zack and Mary Make a Porno. Yeah, I just have uh, loved her in everything. And now the fact that she and she did direct. Uh, that newest Charlie's Angels. That was her that directed it. Oh, really? That. So she has directing chops. Interesting. So I don't think I saw that. Her one. doing that's Cocaine Bear. Oh my God. If this doesn't feel like Lake Placid, and it's based I, on a real sto- uh, yeah. true story, which helps. Lake yeah. Placid certainly was not, but it has that feel. To and it. Snakes on a Plane. Like, it looks like just... Ray Liotta's like, last movie, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tons of good character actors. Sometimes there's just two words that go together and people just go, I'm going to fucking see that. It went unbelievable viral that day. You Cocaine sent me the, Bear. You sent me the trailer that. for it. Yeah. Dave sent me the trailer for it. Yeah. I had seen it online earlier. Then I sent it to my cousin. My cousin's like, two other people just sent this. To yeah. Me. It's weird how viral uh, shit yeah, I'm went. excited about it, dude. Yeah. It's going to be fun. There was a... There was a brief Twitter kind of thing that was happening, which which notified me of that there was something going on because Elizabeth Banks was retweeting them all and liking them all, and I yeah. didn't know what was going on. And it was people; they were showing like the Reservoir Dogs guys walking next to the wall, mm-hmm. and underneath it says "On their way to fight the cocaine bear," and it said <laughs> hashtag cocaine bear. So yeah. anytime they showed like tough guys entering something, yeah, like they showed Drax coming in uh, with the guys and just going to fight cocaine bear. That's awesome. And so I saw it all day long, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" Cocaine I really bear? hope people don't start giving cocaine to bears, though. Nah, nah. It's probably bears, not a good idea. Don't waste your are cocaine. Enough. Yeah, bears are enough. Don't fentanyl them- bear maybe. Oh. <laughs> That's the sequel. Yeah, right there. If it just eats it and falls over, <laughs> it's just two hours of the thing sleeping. <laughs> if it's if it's exactly, and it reminds me of how much fun. Um, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil was. Oh, yeah. Like, that That came at such a great mo- uh, moment. Zombie Beavers was another one that I you just... I still not seen that, that you just watch. It's, it's on the same fucking thing. Yeah. It's like, this is just so goddamn ridiculous. It's hilarious and it's fun. Yeah. And you, it doesn't want to be anything but what it is, yeah. you know? 
And that's where we'll break into a couple comedies that Hell were the yeah. same way, man. Both, no, one of these I did not, mine I did not see in the theater, but I did see yours in the theater. So yours is the 1991 classic. Necessary Roughness. Love it, love it. And mine is the 1985 classic, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That's fucking great. Ah, I love both these movies. Uh, Let's go into yours first. Saw it in the movie theater, loved it in the movie theater. Has an amazing cast. Let's talk this cast Uh, first, because usually, and we've all seen this type of football movie before, you know, and... There's a lot of football comedies out there, and we could go through a couple of them, you know, Waterboy. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, and that's the replacements. The thing. We, I love the replacements. Yeah, and that's what this movie is. Yeah. It is that same movie. Yeah, same you style. Know, um, major League, if major not, league not football, ab- but same. Like, it's Major League almost to a T. It, it really you know? is. It's all the colorful characters. You when you're This must have been a fun movie to cast. Absolutely. Because you, you have a clear picture of, of if you can't recognize this guy within two seconds of him being on the screen, don't yeah. cast him. Right. That's why you have... Sinbad, yeah, and Scott Bakula. Bakula's um, great. He's always a uh, uh, a good one. I just got the Behind the Candelabra with him in it. Do you ever see Behind the Candelabra? No. He played one of uh, Liberace's like gay lovers. Really, and he was really good. That was a really good movie, Behind the Candelabra. Huh. Uh, but yeah, Scott, that's probably the last time I saw Bakula. Um, Jason Bateman. Robert Loja. Oh, Robert Loja. <laughs> and uh, what's the other guy? The uh, Hector Alexander. Her- yeah, and uh, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is in it. Oh, Kathy um, Dwayne Davis. Kathy Ireland. Oh, Kathy Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the actual... I didn't have many crushes oh. on supermodels, but she was definitely mine. I had like... a short lived crush on Cindy Crawford yeah. until Kathy Ireland came out yep. and I was like, oh, I'm moving my interest to Kathy Ireland. Yeah. Kathy Ireland was just that unbelievably sweet girl next door yeah. you could hang with. She did good in this movie too. And she did awesome. Yeah. She, she was one of those things. Once you heard Kathy Ireland talk for 60 seconds, you can't hate her. Really. She's just, <laughs> come on, man. She's just so sweet and gorgeous. Loved Kathy Ireland. In this. Yeah, she was great. Um, Larry Miller. I love Play, Larry Miller. Played uh, Great the stand-up dean. comic. Oh, yeah. He, he elevates every movie he is. If you want a dick to come into the movie just to play, he's like that Charles Grodin character. Yeah. That you can always, you can almost interchange, man, maybe not. Charles Grodin's a little bit better of an actor than Larry Miller. But yeah. I think, when I think Larry Miller, I think this, and I think Nutty Professor. Did, Nutty oh, Professor, yeah. he was the perfect person. Did you ever see the one where he was in jail? He was in jail. I have to see if I can find this movie because... He starred in it or he was like a kind of a co-star? No, it was pretty much almost like his movie. Wow, you don't um, get to see much just straight Larry Miller. I'm just, let me... Because he's, he's a great supportive character that puts in the... Pros and cons. Pros and cons. What year did that 1999. Wow. Dude, it is... That does not is... sound... I bet I would recognize the cover. Do you have the poster there? Uh, Yeah. Let's see. I've right seen here. the... Yep. I remember that, man, that is an obscure movie right there. Dude, Tommy that, Davidson and Delroy Lindo. Yeah. But I definitely have not seen it. And I might have seen the, the, the poster. Yeah, dude, it is a, it's stupid. It's a terrible movie, mm. but it's awesome. And it's so yeah, much fun. Like, all those movies, like me and Dave mentioned it last week. You know, a lot of those 80s movies that we watch. They don't translate. They don't translate you know? to people. You know, you, you can't. That's why it's very specific. And this is interesting because this is going to be like our uh, our last 
Friday favorite. I had to pick, I had to narrow it down. I mean, you see the shirt I'm wearing. This yeah. was number two. I had to come in and give. I mean, we can even reveal some of our list if we like, like to. At the let's end, let's yeah. do it at the end. Um, uh, but yeah, my alternate was going to be Trading Places. Yeah, um, great movie though. Yeah, it was. Also, um, so we were talking Dwayne Davis. Um, then Andrew Brinarski. Do you know who that is? Oh yeah, that's Latimer. Latimer from Latimer the program. From, uh, the program. The two of them. He's also in uh, uh, Hudson Hawk. And it was a couple other. Oh yeah, he's he like in. he's one of the candy. He's one bars. of the candy bar guys. Yeah. Anyone um, hear a noise? I heard something. Yeah. Uh, but the two of them, dude, they're like mm-hmm. in every football movie ever. Yeah. I swear. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. And there's um, another guy. I don't know. He must be in this. He's a Walter Hill actor, but he's an ex NFL player, and he used to do. There's a, a bunch lot of, of those. The, he did a lot of the choreographing, though. Well, you know who one of the convict players in this uh, movie was? Who? Herschel Walker. Yeah. Herschel, <laughs> yep. Exactly. So was Jerry Rice, though. So yeah. We'll, so was Dick. Buckus, we'll take a couple Jim of Kelly. Um, I love that scene too, man. Yeah, me too. Jerry Rice. Um, so, okay. So Scott Bakula is 36 years old. Yeah. He's a farmer, you know, um, and this, and it's TCU is the name, Texas something university. It's probably elite easier in a lot of these movies just to make up your own. Absolutely. Thing. Yeah. yeah. They said like, I was, I curious. still can't believe major league. They, the team that's going to be crappy is the, uh, the Cleveland Indians. Indians they, yeah. they signed off on that shit. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Well, they end up winning the pennants. <laughs> true. So. I guess. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so TCU is like the school that, you know, the movie starts off their whole team and their whole program gets thrown out for like cheating and accepting gifts. So all these NCAA violations. So they have to completely rebuild their, their football program and they can only do it from current students. They can't have any scholarships. It's funny how listening to you retell it really makes me think that the replacements just did a couple tweaks and remade this. Absolutely. I'm saying it's the (laughs) same movie. You know what I mean? Um, and so, uh, so it doesn't matter how old they are. Well, so or that's the thing. Yeah. So that's how the thing. qualified Scott Bakula left with like one or two years of eligibility because yeah. his dad got sick in college and he was like a great. Uh, so he's eligible to come back. So he can still come back. Sort of know? a ringer, I suppose. Yeah. Within and, the rules. and, you know, in the beginning, like the first thing you see him in, he's on a tractor and he's got a couple of footballs and he's yeah. got a. He's got a scarecrow out there with a number 88 jersey on it, you know, and he just picks up the ball and, you he know. He must have played football, I, like in real life, because he was quite good. He's got pretty good form. Yeah, he's got, um, he, he looks like he's They even at one point, like, show his footwork. They, yeah. they zoom in on it, you know. I mean, he some people have that, like, uh, baseball player body or football player body. He yeah. definitely had that. I don't know if he was that tall, but maybe not. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, so they just show him that he's, he's still got it, yeah. you know, um, yeah, as an actor too, because his acting career was almost over when this movie Yeah. Came oh, I out. think this might be, it the, was like quantum leap had probably, no, maybe quantum leap had just ended. I, I wonder if they overlapped. When did quantum leap? End? Maybe this was 91, right? I'll look it up. Uh, this was, yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to find him here. He was a Senator. What's his name? Fred, oh, Fred Thompson. Fred Thompson. Yeah. He is was the, killer in a lot of the movies. He's the president of the school. So he goes to Hector Elizondo and you know, Hector Elizondo, um, his name is Ed straight arrow Gennaro. Um, and Gennaro. he's, and he's known for just being a completely stand up guy. And that's what his programs, you know, have always been. 
So Fred Thompson's like, hey, come in. I'll give you your own program. You run it your way. You're the coach, you know. So he brings in Robert Lozier <laughs> as his defensive guy. Perfectly cast. Both those guys, man, oh, dude, are like, they Robert they Lozier that. is great yeah, in yeah. this He's movie. Really, really especially good. at halftime at the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, well, at, at the end game, halftime. Yeah. Um, and so they start recruiting this ragtag yeah. group of people, you know. Just about in the Quantum Leap was still going on during this. Oh, really? Yeah. Quantum Leap didn't end until 93. So. Oh, wow. Crazy. I used to love Quantum I Leap, I loved dude. Quantum Leap. I, it was yeah. such a good show. Yeah. Um, so they recruit all these, like, you know, ragtag guys, and they highlight a few of them, and one of them is That's like... That's the fun thing in all these movies, yeah. man. And same with the replacements. It also kind when, of when reminds you got to me see... of, like, Down Periscope. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know. They just did a great job of finding the weirdest, most interesting people. Like, the guy who played Latimer was a... a it was a shoe in. They knew they were going to have him. Absolutely, in this movie. yeah. But who was the the uh, the sumo guy or the? Uh, yeah, dude, big Manu Manu big the Man- Slender. Yeah. Like, um, his you always name, need that big dude. Yeah, um, he is um, Hawaiian or Samoan, mm-hmm. and his name is Peter Navy Tua Sosopo. Um, say that again, <laughs> Peter Navy Tua Sosopo. Um, yeah, and he was Manu Manu the yeah. Slender. Um, and he was just this big dude and he was great, man. Yeah. Him and, uh, him and, uh, Scott Bakula's relationship yeah. as the center and quarterback was really oh, yeah. good. Um, like when Scott Bakula finally got to his, you know, dorm room, that was his roommate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, can I offer you some tea? You know, and he's like, maybe something comfortable to wear. And he holds up this giant article of clothing for him, uh, you know, and like Scott Bakula is trying to get on the front uh, or up on the, uh, top bunk. And he's having trouble, so Manu just comes up and just throws him up on the top, yeah. you know. And they have a couple of really good scenes. Um, Jason Bateman was really good in this. He had not really... This was kind of his breakout into movies. Movies, yeah. Yeah, because he had done so much TV up till then. Yeah, he kind of played... Um, his dad was like a rich, yeah. you know, uh, what are they called? Uh, alumni. Yeah, alumni. And so he was on the team, and he had been like cheating in school, and so like Scott Bakula... Good stuff. That's what was different. This really is a good double feature with The Replacement. Yeah, because the premises are very similar, but the situations were completely different. Yeah, different uh, character actors. You know, Big Worm was in uh, one and everything, and this one dealt with a lot of that that alum type stuff. Like, or things can't be wasn't as directly involved with things can be paid for. Not like crazy like uh, blue chips, but it did come up. Right. Right. Yeah. So at one point, um, so. For, and the, so he also goes and he recruits Sinbad, who's a teacher mm-hmm. at the school, who also left college with one year of eligibility left. Okay. So he gets him on the practice field, but you don't even like as a viewer, you don't even know he's there. Like yeah. um, they're doing defensive drills and this one go- small guy goes to hit the tackle dummy and like he barely like moves it at all. Um, and Robert Loja, um, he's like, I want you to be eating raw meat, you know? Yeah, you want to see someone to scream at you, you and, get Loja. And, uh, yeah. And so all of a sudden, like the theme song starts to kick in, which by the way, great theme song yeah. behind all of this, very anthem, um, you know, and it's, it's a player and he, he's got his helmet down and he looks up and it's Sinbad and he just rocks the tackling mm-hmm. dummy. And he, he's like, what the hell just happened, you know? And Sinbad takes off his helmet and he's like, Andre does not eat raw meat because Andre is a vegetarian. And Robert Loge is just like, 
you eat whatever the hell you want, Andre. You know? <laughs> like, um, There's one line I think of every time someone mentions necessary roughness. It's mm. the, uh, the like second string quarterback running around. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Yeah. Or the guy gets the, uh, let me see that arm. Yeah. Great, dude. Uh, a lot of great one-liners. Yeah. And so, and also, I don't know if I mentioned Rob Schneider's the announcement uh, announcer. Yeah, um, before he went batshit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Rob yeah. Schneider was uh, was a good element for every movie. Yeah, you know? just in that small role. Well, like, and he's been in a few of these because he was oh, yeah, the yeah. announcer in this. He was, he was in Waterboy. Water yeah, um, well, a lot of those. He was in all the Sandler ones. Just yeah, kind of randomly um, in there, but. Yeah, but this was around the Fumbalaya, Fumbaruski, you know. Like and this was before because ninety five. This was ninety one, ninety five was Judge Dredd. That's when people were trying to. I'm a believer, brother. Yeah, I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so, I, so it's a football movie. You know what I mean? And so they super they, funny one. It's really good. And they, you should mention the Kathy. Uh, well, so so yeah. they go, they end up cause you're like, dude, I'm watching this. And I, from watching this back in the day, I thought I remembered them winning some kind of like championship or something like that. These motherfuckers go. Oh, and eight <laughs> and a football season's 11 games, you know, or 10 games. So they go. Oh, and eight and they end up, getting a kicker who is Kathy Ireland mm. and she's a soccer player and she's a girl. Um, Sounds genius to me. Yeah. And so they're down three to nothing <clears throat> and uh, they end up kicking a field goal and Paul Blake, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Bacula has a chance for the touchdown, but he gets mm -hmm. tackled and he's all mad at himself or whatever, you know, but she, they tie and this is before they were doing overtime. So like to them, they didn't lose, you know, um, and in between that, they get into like a bar fight with Texas's number mm. one team, you know, and, also something that happens at all these movies, right? You know, and, uh, the, the main guy, fight with the townies. Yeah. um, and the main guy is like this big stocky white dude with a flat top and they just call him flat top, you know, <laughs> um, and they beat the shit out of each other, but they don't get in trouble because, like, the coach shows up and basically tells him, like, hey, look, if, you know, if this gets found out, we're all going to be screwed. Um, but they end up playing them at the end of the season because it's like a rivalry game. And, spoiler alert, they win the last game. Um, you know what I mean? Just ruin it. Um, you know, but, like, they only win one game. Yeah. They, they win that one game <laughs> and it's still like you're at the end. You're just like, yeah. fuck yeah, that's awesome. You know, but one of my absolute favorite scenes all throughout the movie, there's this guy they called Samurai and he's very like, he's just a white guy, but he's very like martial arts, like yeah. intended and like he does martial arts, you know, um, and in the first practice scene, he basically like says something to Robert Lozier that says like, you know, my master said that football football is a game of controlling space, you know, and Robert Lozier is basically like, yeah, well, fuck what your master says. And he sends three guys after him and he just like Kung Fu's the shit out of these guys, you know? So you see that happen in the very beginning. And at the end, like they need something to kind of like pick them up, you know? Mm -hmm. And Robert Lozier tells Samurai to go in there and fucking like, just give him his all. Dude, they snap the ball and he just takes out like kicks, punches, you know, like headlocks like five fucking guys, dude. And uh, they throw the unsportsmanlike comment or uh, unsportsmanlike conduct on him. And the ref is just like, 
naming all of these fucking martial arts movies that he did, you know, and finally he's like, ah, fucking first down, you know. <laughs> but it is one of the funniest scenes in the movie, man. And it's so much fun, dude. It's, it's, it's good. A, it's it a, a really fun movie. It was a good script, uh, and I'm glad it was before The Replacements. And I, I love The Replacements, too, but it definitely uh, is a lot of comparisons to it. Yeah. And it's good to be the first one to come out. Wasn't there a love? There was a love interest in it, too, for Bacula. Wasn't yeah. there the girl from uh, uh, Arachnophobia? I think I it's think the, the the wife, Jeff Daniels' wife from Arachnophobia was in this movie. It could have been. Um, the I'm funny thing sure. is... The blonde girl. Yeah, yeah. her name is um, Harley Jane Kozak. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Interestingly that enough, she... Oh, she was in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's also in a random sports movie that like I, I had forgotten about until I looked her up recently because of this movie. She was in Side Out. Side Out. That sounds familiar. It's a beach volleyball movie oh, from 1990. Oh, yeah. I had never seen it, though. I've, dude, I don't know why, but I used to watch that movie oh, every wow. time. It was on. It like, must have been on TV. It was on like HBO one summer, and it yeah. was on all summer long. It's a shitty movie, but like, <laughs> I don't know why. I guess in the fact that it was... Was it a PG was, or was it R? Uh, let's see. I mean, is um, it a TNA movie? Oh, that's wow. At least that... It lost a shitload of money. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Sorry, it's, side it's, it's Its budget was $6 million. Oh. Box office, 450 Ouch. grand. Ouch, yeah. Um, but it's the inside out, too. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I, I honestly don't see a rating here for it. I think they just said, fuck this movie. People forgot about it. PG-13. It might yeah. be on Tubi, though. Tubi's got all those movies. If man. it is, it's yeah. going on Tubi Tuesday. Yeah. I'm going to force yeah, you well, to watch it. Well, well uh, that's the, the good thing about Tubi Tuesdays is we don't have to have seen them, and we don't have to have liked them. I don't mind going <laughs> on and saying an honest opinion of what's going to be on there and everything. Yeah. I, have the, I have a really good one that you have to watch though and it's probably going to be either our first and the second and it's that green room okay uh it's the one with i can never remember his name he's got like uh it's the kid who got uh i, I hate to remember him from this maybe i'll say something else he's the kid who played Chekhov in the star trek movies i don't want to yeah. i don't want to list him as the kid who got squashed by his car but it's anton yelkin he him and patrick stewart this was a fantastic movie dude and they just brought it to uh it was one of the best i'd seen this year it didn't come out this year but it came out like 2015 or something but it, it was a fantastic movie i think you'd enjoy it uh so we definitely have to check that out uh so how this ranks pretty high among your sports movies just to um, kind of talk about other sports movies here. I can, I can, I mean, definitely, dude. Um, I mean, it's on your top hundred. Yeah, yeah. What, for what other sure. sports movies would make your top hundred? I can tell you without looking at my list that I do have a football movie on my top one hundred, and that is Rudy. Oh yeah, Rudy's sure. Rudy's on Rudy's mine. probably. I think Miracle is probably on there also. Rudy's 31 on my list. I actually made a when you guys had a top one hundred. I have a top two fifty because uh, I have that much time. But, uh, and we'll talk about it after I uh, do my other ones, but certainly the two sports movies that made The Replacements my... is 74. Oh, see? That's yeah. good. It makes sense that if you if you were a fan of uh, Necessary Roughness, you would definitely... That, I'm telling you, it's a perfect double feature. Anyone out there watching? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they go pair and pair. I don't... I'm, they're probably different studios. That's why we never have seen them released together on a Blu-ray, but... Necessary Roughness beat Rudy by one spot. By one it, spot. It was 30. See, it's good. You yeah. got some several sports movies on there. I don't think Major League made my top 100, but it might have made my Major top League, 50. I think, is on mine. Let me see. Well, we'll, we'll come back to this. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll come back a, a little through. Yeah. Uh, so, mine. I love this movie. Didn't get to see it in the theater. I remember going to see... Uh, renting it at the video store. Showed up early. 
brought it home, watched it all by myself, and then watched it two more times that day, mm-hmm. which was 1985's Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> so much fun, dude. It said, say, that one of my first jobs I ever did was delivering newspapers. Mm-hmm. I currently deliver newspapers. So, <laughs> so I'm delivering the same job at a much higher level, for sure. Yeah. But when I was eight, yeah. I had a paper out on my bike, delivered it. You could do it. When, back then, they delivered the paper, I think, in the morning and in the afternoon, mm-hmm. the afternoon edition. Yeah. And I did the afternoon edition just on my bike, mm-hmm. like 75 customers, made enough money every week just for baseball cards and candy and soda. That's, That's awesome. It. But my goal on Saturdays, you had to deliver them early. Mm-hmm. Every other day was the afternoon, but in, on Saturdays, you had to deliver them at like 9 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And my goal was to be home before Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Playhouse. That's awesome. Every fucking uh, week, it was my goal to be, I don't give a shit if I had to give a shitty service or not. I was getting home before <laughs> Pee-wee's Playhouse because two, I loved fucking Pee-wee, man. Two rules to live by as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Be inside before the street lights come on. <laughs> get home on Saturday before Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, God. <laughs> it was a game changer for me. I just loved him. I loved the voices. It annoyed every parent in the world. Oh, yeah. Every kid and we all around. tried to and do it. We all it. did it. I could never do it. I can't no, do it now. No, I'm not even going to try. Yeah, me neither. I'm sure people are perfect at it, I'm yeah. sure. Back then, I thought I was great at it, and yeah. every kid thought they were, and uh, we all did the lines. It was. We all sounded like that kid from Overboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was annoying. When you like rewatch that. Overboard, you're like, oh, the kid, that was me. <laughs> and it got and parents were like, oh God, at least it's only every Saturday. Yeah. And then Tim Burton said, Fuck you. Now yeah. you got it in your repertoire for the rest of your life. Uh huge Tim Burton fan. Like I said, back in the day, there's three Tim Burton movies on my top one hundred. Mm-hmm. And it is big uh Batman for sure. Huge Batman, eighty nine Batman fan, Beetlejuice and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. Those are the three creme de la creme my uh, wife loves. All Edward Scissorhands. My wife is a huge Edward Scissorhands. I, like uh, I liked all his movies up until, like I had mentioned early, Mars Attacks was good, but yeah. you could tell it was kind of slipping and it was kind of a, a niche audience at that point. I thought it was fun. I even stuck around for Ed Wood. I loved Ed Wood. I, thought I never Ed saw Wood, that I one. thought Ed Wood was good. It was The black and white clever. turned me off. Uh, yeah, but if you go back, you'd enjoy it now. Bill Murray's in it and doing mm-hmm. funny stuff, and Johnny Depp playing a crossdresser. Bill kinda, Murray's uh, kind of getting slapped well, around well, he's here lately. I am. Yeah, right now, like so I, I bet the uh, the Ant Man people wish they had gone with uh, Dan Aykroyd instead, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's just he's just kind of a prick. I think I think that's about it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just I, I'm not saying anything. I, like, I've learned that for as much cancel counsel at it. As you can't cancel people for just being a dick. Yeah. You, you don't know what just, they deal with on a daily basis, and he's probably kind of... There has been this myth about him since I was a teenager, you know, like, because, I mean, we all remember hearing the story about, like, dipping the fry in somebody's thing and yeah. just being like, no one will ever believe you, you yeah. know? And I think those, like, mythical stories made him into this, like, incredible guy when in beh- behind the scenes... Yeah, 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 yeah. He, well, I got a story to tell you behind oh, the scenes. It's, tell me uh, all about it. And it's not... Um, it's not deep, deep, but it's uh, deep enough. So apparently, in Kingpin, Woody Harrelson was a late bring-in. It was Michael Keaton. He'd even filmed scenes. Really? As the Woody Harrelson character. No shit. But he couldn't stand uh, Bill Murray. And he's like, fuck you, I'm leaving. Wow. And he left the set and never came back. And they cast Woody Harrelson in Kingpin. No but it shit. It would have been Michael Keaton, but he couldn't stand Bill Murray. So 
Interesting. That is interesting. See, yeah. it's funny how just shit like that just comes out now. Yeah, like, it, it's really it. It's weird because it's always been there. You know, yeah. the internet just deep dives, and then someone goes on one podcast and says something, one thing, and, and it and opens then two the dumbasses gate. from Gainesville repeat that. Thing yeah. podcast. <laughs> and, and then that podcast there. is just out there, man. <laughs> well, I if any, I love Michael Keaton, so if it turns sure. out that it just makes Michael Keaton look better, I'm fine with it. Yeah, you know, I I just assume half these people are kind of they, they tell you don't meet your heroes yeah. for a specific reason yeah and if you can't and you know which ones you can meet you know you heard stories you can meet brandon frazier you yeah. can meet michael keaton you can meet kevin smith you've yeah. heard of all these people that are keanu just, reeves keanu reeves you can meet yeah. these people that are just super sweet if that's what you want because everybody else chances are they're not going to give you a time of day and you you're probably going to annoy the fuck out of them yeah. so i don't know all right i don't know how we got on that but peewee's <laughs> bill murray oh well tim burton yeah that's how kind of we started with that so I, w- I was on board the second because obviously I watched the TV show yeah. and I was all for it. And obviously it's it's something that you're either going to find really annoying or you're going to find very charming and funny. What year did you say this was? 85. 85. I was going to say I, I was young. I was nine when I was watching this uh, probably because it came out. Uh, if I watched it, no, I was probably 10. I was probably 10 when it came out on video. Because I remember... Large Marge scaring yeah. the shit out. Of I thought me. it was. I would thought it was pretty creepy, but yeah. after the first three or four viewings, I was fine with yeah. it. But it, it did strike me as kind of creepy. Uh, Tim Burton stuff in general did. Yeah, you know, he had a tone to it that was very Joe Dante. Like, watch the the episode where he, that kid controls the entire family. Mm-hmm. That Joe Dante has a weird, creepy sense of style. Yeah, that's kind of off putting. Like, this will be funny and creepy, but. Kids can handle it. No, yeah. no, yeah. they can't. And with the uh, same thing with uh, Beetlejuice, like when they shot when he became that snake, mm-hmm. and they showed that close up of him with his teeth and everything. We come for your daughter, Chuck. Used to that was a funny line, so it made it a little bit tolerable. It was when he came in right before she came in and screamed Beetlejuice three times. Yeah, and they showed his teeth barren and everything. I yeah. remember that used to creep me the hell out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Tim Burton kind of always had that stuff in him. Yeah. I mean, look at his first short was the Frankenweenie where he killed a fucking dog and oh, made him right. into Frankenstein Yeah, and everything. And it was going back and watching it is fine. But, uh, yeah, he had that creepy element and there was a couple even scenes in this, like when, um, when the clowns were, car- were carrying him and his bike, you remember the scene at the end? It was like a dream sequence where the evil clowns yeah. with the most evil makeup, like the surgeon had a surgical mask on. He yeah. takes the mask on and he's got these crazy teeth. That's a frightening nightmare scene for yeah. this movie. Yeah. Now it's what I like the most about it. When you watch it, you're like, this is just crazy shit right here. Yeah. Uh, opening scene, man. Like I'm talking like after the dream sequence, the opening scene starts with the dream sequence where he's like racing like the Tour de France. Oh, that's on, right. On his yeah. bike and everything. Yeah, but when he wakes right. up, this that scene that where machine he w- that he has. Oh, the, when he wakes up and he eats the Mr. T cereal and his bunny slippers are like <laughs> sniffing the <laughs> are like sniffing the fake carrot on the ground. It's just everything from his act. If you ever saw the uh I saw it way later than the Pee Wee's Playhouse, but it was called the Pee Wee Herman Show. Mm-hmm. You could rent it at the video store back in the day, and we interesting. Rent, and it was it was exactly Carrot Top. If you ever seen Carrot Top stand up, mm-hmm. that's what Paul Rubens did back in the day as the Pee Wee character. Interesting. He just had a huge pile of shit, yeah, and he just picked them up and he looked through things, and he was somewhat racy at times and interesting. So I thought it was interesting renting that video. I was still probably ten, but I was like, yeah, this is Pee Wee, yeah, and I'm like, oh, Pee Wee's being a little lewd here. <laughs> uh, so he had not overboard, overboard, but it was very Carrot Top. Mm-hmm. 
and the movie was filled with a lot of the stuff in yeah. there. It was a Hamburger. lot of bits. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of his voices, a lot of the bits that he did, and uh, a lot of his magic stuff, which was kind of fun and everything. Yeah. And I just totally bought in and loved it, man. Oh, dude, it was uh, great, man. It, because it, it starts out really strong, and you get to know him, who he is. And then once he leaves, basically once he once his bike is stolen and he he's goes crazy one of my favorite scenes in the movie and what's probably best is just talk about great scenes in this movie one of my favorites is where he holds the town meeting in his basement and he's got it all set up like possible suspects of who possibly stole his bike and he just berates all the town people yes. like chuck from the bike shop and donnie's there with him and he says that one great line he was like this pen was bought an hour before the bike was stolen. What's the significance? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he end up like basically like freaking out and passing yeah, forever out? Forever right? and ever. Yeah. And ever. It's like a piece of yarn that just stretches on forever and ever. Yeah. Oh, God. And then he goes to the... Um, he goes to the woman and tells him that that the by the con artist like fortune teller that is just looking around the room and saying random things of where his bike could be. It's in the Alamo in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> then he has to go out on the road, man, and then it just becomes this road awesome movie. road yeah. movie. Like right from the start where he gets picked up by the uh, the convict. You yes. Know? Well, and he picks up to, the convict. He picked. Uh, no, the convict's driving. The, oh, remember, I thought... he, he's on the side of the road with the big thumb. Oh, that's like, right. Hitching yeah. a ride, and he, he comes back to him and everything, and he helps the convict get through the checkpoint by dressing up as a woman. Made a great woman, man. Paul Rubens could totally go trans if he wanted to. It was very believable. Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah. even the, the, the cop told him to exit the car and spin around for him? Once yeah. you take a picture, it'll last <laughs> longer. Yeah, uh, that's right. All to the part where they kind of got separated and he had those goggles at night and everything. And uh, it just went to the different levels of... I love the... Uh, What's one of the other ones? Well, obviously, when he gets uh, with the bikers and the rodeo. Yeah. And uh, the biker bar was awesome. Tequila. Too. Elvira was in that scene. Was she? The, really? the woman that grabs him. No kidding. And, and holds her close to him. That, yeah. The redhead. That's, yeah. that's Elvira. No just shit. Out of, her, out of her outfit and everything. No kidding. Always, when I watch it, though, once we see the kid from. Um, once we see the kid from the Wonder Years with the bike doing the Christmas kind of, hey, it's kind of Christmas related. Remember, he finds his bike on the Hollywood lot. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Lot. Well, the kid who has it is the older brother from the Wonder Years. Huh. He, he's younger. Remember, he was also at oh, that that's time right. back yeah. to school. He yeah, played the yeah. young Roddy Dangerfield. Yeah. Remember, he's when they show him on the set, he's screaming at all the nuns and everything, and he's kind of ordering everyone, do I not look ready? I was born ready. Yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Let's shoot now. Yeah. Uh, almost very like uh, Donnie uh, or uh, Mark Wahlberg yeah. <laughs> in like Boogie Nights. Yeah. It's my big dick. We're filming now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because remember, Pee Wee dressed as the nun to get into the scene right. with the bike. Yeah. And then at some point, he steals the bike and just starts driving through the lot yeah oh, my oh that's God, the man. best scene it's it's one of my favorite scenes in any comedy ever yeah it's just that scene where him going through the lot sometimes i'll just put that scene on me and my wife love that scene. that's awesome well me and my wife love the scene where he gets to the pet shop because oh yeah nothing is better and we describe it it's a it's one of our random we have a lot of random kind of things we say around the house to each other that only we would understand yeah and 
if we if we're passing by something in the house that neither of us wants to deal with, like maybe the cat puked on the ground or something, mm-hmm. we say, "I went by it like pee." We've gone by the uh, the aquarium full of snakes. Yeah. Where you just look at it, and go, <laughs> and you just pass by, and you do it like four or five times, but eventually you know you have to deal yeah. with that problem. Yeah, I, I love that scene. Him. Uh, getting the chimp to help him release all the mice. And yeah. Mice go, birds. Yeah. And then he finally comes out with the snakes in his hands, yeah. screaming and passes yeah. out in the street. This kid's a hero. Yeah. And then you you just got to experience that great scene with him going through the Twisted Sister. You know, he, he goes through the Twisted Sister video. That's right. Yeah. The burn me and uh, burn you in hell. So great, man. Godzilla was my the, favorite. The Godzilla one, yeah, man. That was he, my favorite. And when Santa Claus comes out of his sleigh and just runs yeah. in the... Uh, well, Godzilla lands into the sleigh. That's and right. And so we keep, continue seeing him in scenes. And then eventually uh, Pee-wee does that Tarzan thing kind of away yep. from everybody. On but, the bike. But, but even then, at, then you get that end sequence with he's at the... Um, movie theater. He's at the movie theater. I love and that. he goes through every character of the film. He gives them all candy and we get to see his Mr. Herman. Mr. Yeah. Herman, you have a telephone call on line three. Do you know who wrote this movie? I don't, but I also have an interesting fact. Go ahead. Interesting. Phil Hartman. No shit. Phil Hartman and Paul Rubens had a hand in it too, but this wow. was a Phil Hartman credited screenplay. No way. And he did that small scene at the end where he's interviewing Francis. So this movie was really based on your life. Yeah, that's <laughs> And he was right. the one doing the interviews. Wow. So he, they worked him into a small role. So that's yeah, crazy. I, I know that blew my mind when I first heard about it. I was like, wait, Phil Hartman? First of all, Phil Hartman did a screenplay? And second yeah. of all, it was Pee Wee's Big Adventure? That's crazy. What the hell? Um, Dottie is. Oh, I love Dottie. She's the voice of Tommy from yep. Rugrats. Tommy Pickles. Yeah, and she's also in a lot of Rob Zombie uh, movies, oh, wow. playing like shady ass characters. She was. She was in Devil's Rejects. She was in Thirty One. She was in a lot of those. She, must she have does just a lot her, of horror because I've seen both stuff. of those. Yeah, uh, she's very tiny. When you see her, she's like. I, I didn't realize it in this, but I've seen her later in life. I think she's like 4'10", 4'11". Oh, wow. So she's super tiny. I think not only Tommy Pickles, I think she did other voices as well. She probably I did think there were a several few of them on there, did, yeah. Yeah, once you hear her as Dottie, you, you, you can see. You're yeah. like, oh, this girl does voices. Yeah. And I think she's a singer, too. She She's very she multi-talented. Tried, she tried to get on uh, The Voice. And uh, either The Voice or X Factor, one or the other, America's Got Talent, one of those. And... She either got through the first round and then got cut or she got let go at the first round. I'm pretty sure she's the girl that does the song in One Crazy Summer at the, uh, not One Crazy Summer, was it, bed, uh, the other one that I always confuse summer it with. Summer Rental? No, the um, Better Off Dead. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. she was in that. Now I got to go look her up, man. Fudge what's what's your favorite scene from people? Did you watch this in the theater when you were younger? Oh, I was four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I so saw Gremlins. <laughs> I saw Gremlins in the theater, which was 85 or 86, and I, I remember that. Um, no, I saw this. I mean, I must have been around seven or eight. Because um, if it was 10, if you were 10 when it came out on VHS, yeah, then it was probably around that time for me. Um, because I remember going over to a friend's house and I mean, we watched it all summer. You know, we watched it all fucking summer long. Um, so, yeah, Elizabeth Daly is Dottie. And she's done definitely a lot of... She has 317 credits. And that's mainly because of the voice stuff she's done. But actually, as in movies, she she was a performer. Yep, she was performing Better Off Dead. She did that one-way love oh, wow. uh, in A Little Luck. She also she did a lot of movies. She did she was a she did a song in Better uh, the Breakfast Club. She did a song song in Summer School, obviously Rugrats the movie, and then uh, 
That was all her as a performer. Where's her as an actress here? I wonder what she makes on residuals. Like just from Rugrats. She I bet was in you. Bad Dreams. She was one of the troubled girls in Bad Dreams. Do you remember Bad Dreams? I you, think I, I mentioned it. You mentioned it, a, it recently uh, that it was kind of like a Nightmare on yeah, Elm Street knockoff. Yeah, just like Nightmare on Elm Street, and, yeah. but it was a bunch of uh, kids at like a mental institute that were all troubled, and like one of them was a cutter. The uh, the guy who played Chainsaw was a cutter. Yeah. Uh, she was one of them. She was one of the fucked up kids. She's also in Loverboy. She was a Dutch. She was one of the prostitutes in the back seat no of the car shit. in Dutch. Wow. I totally dude. forgot about that until I just saw it down there. So she was in the Flintstones. I need to watch. She Dutch, was the man. voice of Bam Bam in in the Flintstones. No shit. Uh, she bam, was in the, bam Bam Bam. Uh, yeah. Then she just did straight. It looks like she did straight voices as Tommy Pickles until the Devil's Rejects. Wow, <laughs> that's so crazy. Devil's Rejects. Was there another one? She did Happy Feet. Uh, maybe Devil's Rejects was the only one. Wreck It Ralph. She did voices for Thirty One. No, I was right. She was in Thirty One. Um, 31 was pretty decent. Don't remember it, but I don't uh, think you ever saw it. Um, yeah, that's possible. I remember I saw it and told you about it. Through, I never saw Lords of Salem either. Duh. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's miss or miss a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say that, but I, I, 31, huge, did you ever get to see the monsters? No, so I good, didn't. Man. Damn. Love it. It's going to be yeah. on my top. That's awesome. It's on my top for the uh, year. A lot of people didn't like it, but I think the people that did like it loved it. Yeah. Yeah. You either, you're either in it or you don't. Yeah. It's, it's like a lot of comedy. I watched the Munsters like reruns when I was a little yeah. kid. Um, I used to watch them with my Aunt Mary. Yeah. Um, it's all about with the movie itself, the, the Rob Zombie one. It's either you either find these guys uh, uh, lovable and kind of endearing or you don't and you just don't yeah. give a shit. Because I remember there was a block that came on. It was them and the Adams. Oh, family. yeah. Yeah, which yeah. makes me uh, curious. How was uh, Thing in? It was great in in yep. Wednesday. Yeah, I they liked did a good him. job with it. I didn't much care for. Uh, he was only in one episode. Vester was only in one episode because they did it in a clever way where they're dropping her off a boarding school. So it's mainly just Wednesday. Every once uh, in a while, you'll see the other characters, but Thing is there with her. Oh, so cool. It's all Thing. It's oh, just, really? It's basically her and Thing, and you see. Uh, uh, Luis Guzman and uh, oh, nice. And what's um, what's the girl from um, Zorro? Uh, Selma Hayek. No, that's that's the girl from Desperado. The one that I married she to was Michael in Douglas. Zorro too. No, Catherine Zeta, Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones plays Morticia, and the kid who played Pugsley was good. But um, Fred Armisen played. I love Fred uh, Armisen. He played Fester, and I found his voice unbelievably annoying. I, really, he did not do it for me. I was. I was thrilled that he was only in one episode. I was like, I, can, I don't think I can listen to this guy for so many different episodes. So he just huh. popped in during one episode and he popped out, which was good. Because Jenny Ortega was the whole show. It was just her playing that very, you know, Daria. Yeah. Uh, it, just that I'm smarter than you and I don't give a fuck about you, but she's also a psychopath. Oh, fun. But it, it almost felt like Harry Potter. Like when they went there, she's at this school. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is appropriate since it's all Tim Burton. Uh, she goes to this like... Uh, what is it? Uh, school that you go away for? Uh, boarding school. Boarding school. She's yeah. not a boarding school. But in the boarding school, there are vampires, there's werewolves, there's gorgons, you know, the ones with the snakes and for the hair, like Medusa. Yeah. So there's werewolves, and they all have their own little cliques and everything, and she's kind of in the psychopath 
uh, awkward people click and everything. So it almost had that feel of Harry Potter because they're at this magical school, somewhat magical, because you've got all these creatures. Uh, the Sirens was another big group of mermaids and mm-hmm. everything, and they all kind of come together and do their own thing. So that's interesting. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. I thought it was a great high school supernatural type yeah, show. And fun. she's just awesome. Uh, yeah, if you don't know who Jenna Ortega is or Mia Goth, you need to check those two ladies out because they are two of the best actresses acting right now, and they're going to be around for a very long time. Yeah, so I would recommend that series. Hell yeah. Uh, and I hope because of that series, we're, we'll, we'll definitely see a season two. There's no doubt about that. It's it's what Netflix has been waiting for because people are kind of tired with the Stranger Things. They need their next Stranger Things, and this is definitely going to be their next Stranger Things. Huh. Uh, I wish they had released it at Halloween. It seems weird releasing it at Thanksgiving yeah. time because it was very Halloween. It was very horror kind of. Interesting. Uh, it was part, would have been a perfect Halloween one for people to binge, but we binged it. Loved it. Uh, definitely want more. But I want to see more Tim Burton, you know? I, I Maybe this will spur the um, Beetlejuice kind of thing that we are hearing about. Uh, Catherine O'Hara has already been cast in it, and so has Michael Keaton, so... We've heard, we've heard rumors about that for like. I mean, it's been years. yeah. I was gonna say it's been ten, twelve years yeah. since I'm I've been hearing shit about I'm not gonna believe it until I can see an actual fucking image in it. Yeah. I know someone, some internet person that was just trying to troll it, tweeted a picture out of Johnny Depp on a poster that said Beetlejuice two, and he's like in a hat and everything. I was like, that's never gonna happen. I saw one yesterday or the day before. It was Michael B. Jordan confirmed in I Am Legend two, and it was just he would be perfect as that character to be honest it, with you it was literally him with a photoshop like he was just he was just photoshopped on over the over the original yeah you know now i don't know maybe it's true but like that's the worst marketing campaign he's i've a, ever seen he's a better will smith in my opinion he should go and remake all will smith <laughs> agreed <laughs> uh yeah we me dave talked a little bit about that did you see the his stupid interview no i per, i i no longer he gets it nothing. would piss you off he, he would gets piss, nothing the interview would anymore. piss you off because it's so standard yeah. and we know the only reason he's out there doing these interviews because yep. he got a new movie coming yep. out i, don't I mean come on i yep. hope that new movie fails nope. big he gets time. he gets no clicks from me he yep. gets no views from me i'm i'm he who shall not be named yeah you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i agree i agree he's fully. made that list for me you know, him and the flash guy are on that list yeah. and they aren't getting on yeah, that. Yeah. List. Fuck them. Uh, you know? um, oh God. Yeah. Let's talk some talk. Let's talk our favorite list here because we've been going through for these last few months, going off a list of our, uh, our hundred favorite films. I've got my 250, but I stayed within that first hundred, uh, for most of these, uh, if you want to, should we give like shout outs to some movies or maybe you should just kind of rattle off some movies that made your top hundred that, uh, of note. Um, okay. Maybe ones that maybe are, you wouldn't expect, you know? So most of mine are like comedies. I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking at them. What's, um, but what's your s- thing, man? since I was saying necessary roughness, so I'll just go through. Like, these aren't our, what we consider the best movies ever made. These are what we no, consider yeah. our favorite. Movies. Yeah. I, so if, if we're mentioning a turd here, know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Um, Tropic Thunder. Nice. The Burbs. Kentucky Fried Movie. Um, I could have guessed Kentucky Fried Movie for sure. Yeah. Um, Love the Burbs. That's a good one. Let's see. Brightburn. I think we talked about that one. Yeah. Yep, Brightburn was on one of um, Napoleon Dynamite. Awesome. That made my 250, but not my 100. Um, see No Evil, Hear No Evil. Nice. See, that's a random one I wouldn't have guessed. Um, I do the, love it. These are all in my top 30. 
Um, what else? And then, I mean, I've got What's like... What's your top 10? Give me straight up your top 10. Top 10 yeah. is The Last Dragon, Jaws, Terminator 2, Endgame, John Wick 2, Ghostbusters, Harlem Knights, Predator, Tremors, Napoleon Dynamite, which barely snuck over Fletch. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'll give you my top 11. See the Fletch? No, I want to, dude. I want to. I I heard you talking about it, and I really want to see it. Where Fletch is made? Yeah. (laughs) That's still my favorite line of any movie of the year. Yeah. (laughs) Don't miss it. It happens quick. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much like that. I need to to buy it. Just buy it. $9.99 on... uh, on iTunes. Yeah, absolutely. I paid five ninety nine for it on iTunes, and I made a big mistake because you're not going to find it on Redbox. Unless they decide to make a DVD for it, there is no DVD or Blu-ray made for it. That pisses me off. That does. As a fucking physical connect. So my top 10, I'll just name right now. We can go into some of the random ones. My top 10 from 1 to 10, Big Trouble in Old China, Jaws, Karate Kid, RoboCop, Escape from New York, The Great Escape, Blade Runner, Back to the Future, Star Wars, A New Hope, and Aliens. That's awesome. Yep. Those are those Love are great. Those. Um, yeah, one that you know is just kind of random um, is Jet Li's Fearless. Nice. Uh, See, that's what I like to hear about. I like to hear people's random of their favorites ones because pe- you don't often think people are going to be like uh, you know uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. Or something. You're like, wow, Which, that must have. There's a story there. I think that <laughs> might actually be on here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of the ones, it's it, you can almost make the connect of why it's your favorite movie. You know, it, either it's your favorite genre, or you grew up with it, or yeah. you like that particular actor in it. Or you like that particular... With me, a lot of it is director-oriented. I That's why I uh, went through and I made a separate list of how many of each director I have on my list. And mm-hmm. I keep track of them on there. Uh, just to name some of my random ones on here that people might not know. Because most of my people would know on mine. Like uh, The Fugitive, Rocky, Goodfellas, Rosemary's Baby, Full Metal Jacket. Tights ones like that. Uh, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. That's a very Paul-specific movie yeah. that a lot of people aren't. Uh, Get Carter from 1971 is on my list. Uh, the Verdict with uh, Paul Newman's kind of a random one from 82. Uh, the... Uh, what else we got here? Breaking Away from 1979. I love You're the Dragon. A lot of people don't even know about that one. The Mickey Rourke one from 1985. Uh, what we got? Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan is the only Star Trek movie that made it onto my top 100. Brewster's Millions. Uh, what else we got? A Clash of the Titans. Max Dugan Returns. That's a, that's a super random one. Hardly anyone's seen. How about what's 90 to 100? What's 90 to 100? On, on your oh, list. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, we can do 90 from 100. Uh, all good movies, too. It, that's what's hard about yeah, making yeah, these lists, exactly. man. Yeah, exactly. Any of these could probably move, be moved down. And I will say some of mine I you know, took out, replaced yep, while tweaked. we were going I, along. That's what I, that's I mean, why I made it wasn't a, top, a set in stone list. The top 10 didn't move. Yeah, that's Wait, why I made a I top lying? 250. I, I, I feel like one of these days I can make a top 1,000 and then trim my entire collection down to that yeah. and just have my 1,000 movies. Yeah. Uh, Eventually. <laughs> right now, I'm still at 3,000. So my 90 to 100 on mine would be Beverly Hills Cop, The Princess and the Bride, which is a 1944 Bob Hope movie, huh. uh, Red Dawn, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, They Live, Alien Nation, uh, the Richard Donner uh, Superman, Nighthawks, The Game, and Goonies. Nice. Oh, no, and Firefox. Firefox is number 100. Okay. What about uh, you? Let's see. I've got Half-Baked, Tenet, Major League, uh, I got to zoom in on this one. Hereditary. Uh, Clue. Hereditary made your top 100. That's great. Yeah. Clue, Loaded Weapon, 
Uh, <laughs> loaded weapon one. But yeah, yeah. Be specific. Yeah. I want to know what part. What part? Uh, Memento. Memento's on mine. Nice. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the original. Um, Legion. Jurassic- the, is the original Charlie and Chocolate Factory or is it Willy Wonka? I guess whichever one it is. <laughs> whichever one Gene Wilder's in. Yeah, yeah, Gene Wilder. I agree, um, with I agree with that. Legion, Jurassic Park, and number 100, The Three Amigos. The Three Amigos. Yeah. Nice. I've got a lot of 80s comedies on my top of my uh, list. A, a, a kind of, this is like, even after the directors, I actually, for my top 250, I put them by year. Like how many movies from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s are on my list. And it's oh, very wow. interesting. And I can run through them real quick. Sure. So the 1930s, only one movie. Uh, and that is that one I can tell you because it's the uh, the Island of Lost Souls, which is actually the Island of Doctor Moreau. That's oh, okay. the original black and white one. But from the 1940s, I have six movies. 1950s, I have ten. 1960s, I have eight. 1970s, I have 45. Wow. 1980s, I have 97. Wow. From the 90s, I have 59. From the 2000s, I have 18. And from the 2010s, I have six. Wow. So it's interesting. Yeah. Kind of when you when you can break it down like that. Yeah. Uh, to see where kind of your taste lies. I'd like to see those analytics by movies on a chart. Yeah, like, I know, man. You know, which ones did well. I could probably get like a, a, what do they call those spreadsheets? Like a do. data analytics. Yeah, yeah. Those, uh, what is it? In, it's not a Google Doc. Or, yeah, like a Google yeah. Doc. And break it all down. I probably would love that because I'm that kind of yeah. guy, but I like kind of doing it my own. Go to school to be a data analyzer so you can just analyze your own movie lists. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Six degrees to everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah I spent $80,000 to learn that. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I'm I'm very interested. I, I wish people would put out their like uh, their their top hundred favorite films. Yeah. You know, because it's it's interesting. You can learn a lot from the person too, especially when you when you randomly go through someone's list. I I went on a, a date with one girl once, and I don't. I remember very little about her except the fact that when she was going, she was at my house and she was going in through my DVDs. She picked the random 1970s. Uh, Sydney Pollock movie called Prince of the City. It was like this random corruption movie yeah. starring Treat Williams. Uh-huh. And she's like, she pulls out, she's like, Prince of the City, I love this movie. And I was like, that's the only thing I'll ever remember. I don't remember her name. I don't remember her name, but I remember she was six feet tall yeah. and she loved Prince of the City. I was like, that's really interesting to me that you can look through my collection and that's the one you pick out. Interesting. That's why when, when I can find somebody that knows what seems like old times is that yeah. Yeah, I still random haven't seen that. Chevy Chase, me and my wife's probably me and my wife's favorite movie that are together. Yeah, is that or maybe Money Pit? Those mm-hmm. those two movies we watch a lot and we both love a lot. Uh, but yeah, when you can find that random one, like when the like reading yours and be like Legion, huh? That's yeah. interesting. That yeah. it's one of your I top love favorites. that. Movie. But yeah, if yeah, it's what it is. Is what it is. I I love what people's tastes are everywhere. That's why I try not to. Shit completely on movies, not completely, because yeah. it's probably someone's favorite movie out there. You know, weird yeah. enough it is yep. that somebody likes that dual movie, yeah, <laughs> uh, or or just what would randomly be a crap movie. Like or, some people love that original Super Mario Brothers yeah. movie, man, because Dude. it's nostalgia. Because they watched it when they were six and they didn't know it was a piece of garbage. There's people out there that love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know yeah. it's weird when people do. <laughs> One of my 2010s movie on my list, I might say. And Quentin has come out recently said it's the best movies ever made mm. which might be i mean when you're when you're working as like when you only have done 10 movies too yeah I, I mean it's easy like that so ah 
Good stuff, man. This was a fun segment. I, I think yeah. this next segment is going to be great too. I, I I love the idea of the Tubi Tuesdays because there's some random ones thrown in there. We could even uh, double up and do a uh, two at some uh, point. Basket cases uh, on there. It, there's so many pieces of garbage on there that you could just watch that are just fun watches yeah. or that aren't. You know, I, I'm all about watching ones that we don't even know. Like the one you had mentioned. What was? I'm going to look it up right yeah, now yeah, and see if it's on there. If it's on there, it would make sense that it was on there. Like Ski School is one I want us to do, and I love Ski School, but that was. That was one of the better ones that got lost in the mix of all those like uh, ski instructor movies of the 80s. Hot Dog the Movie and all those, man. Those were like all garbage, but there was one good one. Some bitch, it's on Tubi. Of course it's on Tubi. It's garbage. (laughs) I'm telling you. Tubi does not mind if it's dog shit or not. That is great. It's so funny that almost you could almost guarantee if it was an 80s or 70s cult film, it is on Tubi. That was great. They got good ones now, too. Did you hear that I mentioned on the last one that they got the John Wick movies? Yeah. How the fuck they got the contract for the John Wick movies? I don't know. They don't have three. They only have one and two. One and two? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do have some decent movies on there and everything, but it's weird what random ones they have. If you're yeah. into like 80s skin flicks or 80s like horror movies that no one in the world has heard of, the, yeah. this is the Basket place case. for you. Yeah, or yeah. indie flicks. It's good for indie flicks too. I'm I'm a big fan of Tubi. I will toot their Tubi horn all day long. So <laughs> we will start that soon. We also got a our anniversary episode that's coming up. It'll either be probably 252 or uh yeah probably around then where we're gonna do it but it's gonna be good we're gonna me and dave and justin will all do it at the farm i have a great trivia contest all set up i just got to put it on paper which is good we have a little bit of time to do it uh before we do that episode because i want to put it together uh and uh those are fun you'll be very familiar (laughs) with the uh the trivia quiz but it'll be very uh (laughs) challenging for both of you so it's gonna be fun i just gotta come up with the cool prize that that maybe justin can put on his shelf i never count on it the the odds are definitely in your favor like the hunger games girl (laughs) 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 because uh (laughs) or however the hell that goes was it four four or five wins so far was it four Uh, i think it's four four wins Yeah. yeah that would make sense if we did one every anniversary yeah yeah well, it's going to be a fun one. Starting with E.T. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. E.T. was the first win. Yeah. Like and it. then I got Jaws, and then I got uh, Freddy. Freddy, and then I got, uh, what's his name from Lost Boys? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, David. Yeah. Yep. David yeah. from eating, Lost Boys. Eating out of the little <laughs> Chinese the food container. Yeah. Just noodles, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> cool deal. So if we want to get a hold of us, you can leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, SoundCloud or iTunes, or you can shoot over at Facebook and uh, talk to me and Justin on there. You can check out all the pictures and the collages we have or you could shoot us an email fascinatedfilms at gmail.com and we will get back to you but until next week on our first to be tuesdays see ya peace